Hey, FCS fans nation, it's your unbiased Bison admin, Matthew Frazee. You are about to listen to the FCS Selection Show, our live show where we had 894 viewers at its peak. Tune in with us to watch the playoff field be selected. If you already know all that stuff and you just want to know the questions and the reaction at the end, skip ahead to the 44-minute mark. Hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks for supporting the FCS Fans Nation podcast, and boom. official podcast of FCS Fans Nation with your hosts Kyler Neal, Matthew Frazee, and Jamie Williams. FCS Fans Nation, 200 humans already logged in. Welcome to the live stream for the FCS Selection Show. No, these are not the ESPN talking heads. This isn't some guy on CBS who got a job thrown on his desk and said, talk about these playoffs for an hour, and then we'll go back to Alabama and Georgia. No, this is where people come to hang out and be part of the FCS Fans Nation Selection Show. And today, ladies and gentlemen, Dustin Helton, the Rev, myself, Matt Frazee, and Jamie Williams coming to you live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, all across the FCS Fans Nation universe. And we are ready to see the playoff field. It is a great day for 24 teams, a very sad, sad day for 103 of them as their seasons will end rolling into a turkey day. So, gentlemen, we're live here. Everybody is rolling in. Um, Jamie, a sad Duke fan today, but a happy FCS fan. Is, is that kind of where our mantra is today? That's pretty much it. I had a great morning yesterday, a game day. Funneled into a team that came out very, very flat, like they have done in multiple big games before. UFCS fans have seen it multiple times against North Dakota State. You've seen it in the second half against Sam Houston. But that's what happened to me yesterday. But we've turned the page, and we're here to talk about the FCS teams that are going to make the playoffs here today. Uh, we're about 10 minutes away from the selection show coming on, but we can uh, – Take some questions over that time, or we could chat amongst ourselves. There's a few things we can talk about. That, you know, the bubble definitely thinned out a little bit yesterday. So uh, let's let it rip. Matt, yesterday was pretty you know. chaotic, uh, for sure. And Rev, you were part of uh, monitoring all that chaos. What was the most shocking thing to you yesterday? What was the most uh, non-surprising thing? As we're going to start kicking some fan questions in here as we await the selection show kickoff, which will be streamed on here live for you folks. Yeah, what well, do you think, the, mo the most non-surprising thing to me yesterday was something I put in the group, our little admin group chat, or podcaster group chat yesterday, when I said Wofford is going to beat Furman. And sure enough, it happened. Wofford beat Furman. Um, surprising, I think to me... Um, I think I, I I don't know if I was surprised at how bad Montana beat Montana State, especially given the fact that a lot of the books and lines were picking Montana State as a favorite. I think that was just a, a play, but I was kind of surprised that it was such a beat down so early in that game. I thought it would be a closer through and Montana pull away in the fourth, but that game got got so early so quick. 
um and that's a rough way for the uh, for the cats to to end the regular season they should be fine in the playoffs they'll they'll be sniffing a seed but it's still a rough way to go yes it is jamie uh, i'm gonna throw these two questions for you let's get some questions in let's just roll them people want to be heard chad dickerson here says western carolina university's chances uh they're on the bubble what do you think about those those cats i think the key that's burst their bubble yesterday seven and four uh that's just not going to be enough for western carolina unfortunately and that really hurt my heart uh you know, they were, they had everything in front of them to get in. And I, you know, I'd, I'd put myself behind them over the last couple of years. And they still had a really nice year. Cole Gonzalez got hurt early in the game. Desmarine missed a few games, but you got to play next man up. And uh, a lot of woulda, coulda, shoulda. Um, it's going to be a lot of woulda, coulda, shoulda for Furman. They're going to go from the two seed to probably somewhere in the six to eight uh, without Tyler Huff. I know Rev's sitting there thinking they're not going to be seated. They're going to be seated. You got to think about the whole year. They'll be seated. So that's. I'm, I'm sorry to jump in on you, Jamie, but Ty here says UT uh, Martin chances. Sorry, uh, we're going to get to you, Ty, here in a second. Paul Tunk says, uh, does Furman fall out of the seed? So, Rev, you and Jamie have some disagreement here. Rev, what do you think? Is Furman gone from a seed? I mean, so you're saying Jamie's probably right, but I'm going to stand behind this. Like, I don't think it's just Furman losing to a uh, to a one-win team the last week of the season. It's tied in with the fact that Western Carolina, one of their key wins, lost as well to VMI. Right now, VMI isn't the one win, two win team we've seen. They're what, like five and six, I think, to end the year. But it's still one of the things. So if you look at look at that, I know that uh, Furman was undefeated against the FCS. Uh, but, you know, look at who their out-of-conference schedule was, right? There was Tennessee Tech and the transition in Kennesaw State. And to me, like, even with the Sanford Mercer stuff, it just doesn't scream as sexy to put them. Maybe, maybe they get a 7-8. I don't know. I could think of other teams that could be deserving based upon what their actual schedule is. And some people are going to say, wow, you're going to put a, a three loss team ahead of them in, in, in the season. Yeah, I am. Because they played in a tougher conference and a tougher schedule. They didn't lose to a one-win team last week. Yeah, I still, yeah, I still think a, a, I still think a team that has one loss like that, they won, a, they won their conference. They've got three ranked wins. That's still that's still a seeded team. I, I, I think that, you know, Furman will be a, a seven. I think we have six teams solidly seatable Furman at seven is probably seatable. then you've got a big discussion at number eight between montana state austin p and north dakota state i think that's going to be your discussion point uh you can kind of make a state a case for all of them uh, i would lean montana state for that eight seed uh, um we'll see how that work walks out um as we go through it um yeah we're gonna have be talking about a lot of teams that uh have yeah, eight plus wins that we won't be able to talk. That, yeah. Oh, here we go. Keyshawn, yeah, that leads me right into my next point. We're going to have a lot of eight plus win teams that are really on the bubble. You're talking about Richmond. You're talking about UT Martin. You're talking about North Carolina Central. And you're talking about Incarnate Word. I think there's going to be room for probably two or three of those teams. And just who is it? Yeah. Uh, Richmond has a, a state. Their case only really is they want a share of the CAA title. That's really their only case. They've got a bad strength of schedule, just like most of those other two teams, other three or four teams. Uh, not So it's going to be interesting. I think North Carolina Central probably slots into the bracket. I also feel like, and I've gone back and forth, that Incarnate Word is probably going to find themselves in just because of the fact the committee had them at 10. Really? And they really haven't. When they did their original release, they had them at 10. So I feel like that tells me that 
despite losing to Commerce Champion Nichols, that Incarnate Word might still get in. I don't think they should be in, but I think they would uh, uh, still be online for a, a bid. But we'll see. Uh, obviously, coming up here soon. Yeah. Hey, J- uh, Rev and Jamie, let me cut in on you here quick because, you know, we're only going to get a chance to answer these fans' questions before the bracket's revealed for, like, the next 12 minutes. So let's go through a machine gun spray style of these questions, short and simple. Uh, we'll go back and forth. Jamie right here, Colby Peterson, does Davis or Sac State get in? Uh, both. Um, Rev, what do you think? Jordan Price here, odds that Mercer makes it in be the first uh, appearance for them. What do you think? You think Mercer's a team that's in, Rev? I think they did enough to get in. Um, I, especially with Western Carolina's bubble bursting, I think they'll I think they'll sneak in, but but they're going to be one of the last ones in. Paul Tunks again, guys. Who's the fourth Big Sky team? What do you think, Jamie? Is there a fourth Big Sky team from Idaho, Montana, Montana State? Is that Davis or Sac State? Pretty simple. Yeah, I think there's going to be five. Big, I think they're both going to get in. Um, because they're both fairly similar. Sac State has the FBS win. UC Davis has the head-to-head. Uh, with some of the results yesterday, I think there's a solid chance they're both in. And uh, Kyler Neal here, a random fan, says, y'all are trash. You're correct, Kyler. He must be drinking early with his in-laws. Must be nice and fun on that beach. Kyler Neal on vacation mode, guys. But we uh, we have the Rev here, a better-looking version of that guy. So. Broke-ass Kyler. <laughs> um <laughs> Here you go, guys. Kyler's lobbing bombs at us. Nothing better. And uh, <laughs> Kevin's right. The best thing about today is no Kyler. No, no, no. Of course. We wish we had him here. Um, Seth Meyer, guys, uh, back to you, Rev. NDSU is going to get the number eight on pedigree. They had no business being seated in front of MSU last year, but they were. Expect a repeat this year. I don't know what to think here because I I just think that they don't aren't worthy of the seed right now. I think Idaho deserves to be over them amongst others for three lost teams. Is Pedigree going to do it for it, Rev, or is it actually going to be a resume, or will NDSU not be seated? I I don't think – I think if they get a seat, it's on Pedigree and not resume because their FCS losses, their blowouts, right? They lost by an average of 19 and a half points a game, I think was the stat I mentioned last week. And, I mean, I compared – I know – but the problem is Montana State got blown out, right? Even though it was against Montana, they still got blown out the last week of the season, and, and that does – kind of hurt i personally don't think in dsu has done enough to get an eight seed so if they do get it it's going to be a combination of their pedigree and a little bit of recency bias from previous years and the last awesome. the, and nsu has definitely closed the uh season very strong and that whether you're supposed to you're supposed to consider the whole body of work but what you have done for me lately is always a thing and what they've done lately is just hammer a couple of teams that uh are gonna well one of them's gonna wind up in the field the other one won't i believe so uh, we'll see. I mean, it it also could come down to does does Furman stay in the in the seed lines because I think that's where it's going to come down to. But I think Furman's solid. I think obviously South Dakota State, Montana are your one two. I think South Dakota is going to be the three, and then we'll see from there. Very cool, boy. The comments are flying in, guys. We are about to hit four hundred viewers. This is literally the greatest thing on planet Earth. So I love having all these fans joining us. Thank you so much for the support, guys. This is where people come together to not deal with the talking heads of the industries that don't give two bleeps about the FCS. We actually do. So uh, I love this. So here you go. Great one here. Bufford says, Montana lock for number two or does South Dakota have a shot for number two? I think the Grizz are all in. What do you think, Jamie? I think the Grizz are are in for number two. I'm not going to call it a stone cold lock because I do think there is a resume that could be stated for South Dakota, but Montana does have the, the three ranked uh, top 10 ranked wins. They also did lose to Northern Arizona, who wound up probably, I think, 
finishing tied for fourth in the the Big Sky. Just had a bad out of conference uh, time, uh, but that conference championship outright Big Sky title for Montana to me is the difference. So the Grizz, I believe, will, will get the two over the three. Very cool. Uh, Ethan Sem here wants to know why are we watching basketball? We uh, actually, we should be happy, Ethan. This might be the first year ever where ESPNU is going to be right on time, and uh, we're actually going to be able to catch this thing. And as and long as I'm on the right channel, right? ESPN yeah, you're, you're on the right channel. And it wasn't Furman losing to a one-win team this time. So, <laughs> oh, big burn there for Furman, and I love Furman. Love him, love him, love him. Uh, right here, Facebook user, so we're not sure on the name, but put in APU Austin P at eight and let NDSU MSU rig havoc as un, 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 unseated teams. Austin P, they got a chance at this seed, Rev. They certainly do. Do you see it happening? I want it to happen. I don't think it's gonna happen. I have a feeling the committee's gonna value um is gonna is gonna value uh other schools first. They're gonna Here keep go. Furman in as a seed. I just I don't think I, I think Austin P being nine and two uh with the mass seed that they have in the twenties, you know, playing winning the United outright. I think they deserve a seed, but I just don't think I, I think they deserve it. I don't think it's gonna happen though. All right. Well, we'll see what's going to happen. The FCS selection show has just kicked off on ESPNU. You can see it right here. In fact, what uh, YouTube advertising has assisted us in basically funding this podcast the last two years, you know, it's just been that simple. We burn that revenue to the ground for this episode because of copyright <laughs> infringement, just so we can have a spot for all the FCS fans to come together and actually watch and comment together, which is great. Um, I will not be looking forward into the comments as should Rev or Jamie. I'm a little bit of a, I'm gonna play a little bit of dad mode here. No peeking because we undoubtedly with YouTube TV and streaming will probably be 45 seconds behind. So uh, yep. I might not be fully up on the comments, but it's better to have that live good reaction. So no Twitter, no Facebook, nothing cheating. So here we go. And uh, you know, Brendan, as Thumper's saying here, here comes that UAC Homer steering in on those seeds, even though he's, you're rocking that Jackrabbit Illustrated hat, Rev, for our buddy Thumper there. So, um, I think the and team I'm most excited for is definitely Mercer. I, I'm, I'm really excited to see that team get their first bid. I, it better come through. Honestly, it'll be super cool. Kendall, Mr. Alex, this is great. Is ESPN breaking San Diego State getting the one seed? And he's a, he's a Rabbits <laughs> fan, too, so... Throwing a little th little shade there at ESPN, as we know they're going to spend one hour on this and then go about their day. Uh, but we will be beyond this selection show, guys. We will be taking some time to answer more questions, break down the bracket, and give our thoughts. We're not just going to cut it off after the playoff field has been selected. So, very exciting. Um, here we go, guys. They're, they're doing the little intros. Okay, so we assume SDSU is one and the two. Are we just going to pretty much slot and think South Dakota, Jamie hits that number three spot. Yeah, I think that's your your three. And then uh, yeah, from there, uh, we got a few good teams uh, before we get to what I think is going to be a battle between the seven and eight seed for about four teams. Although I do think Furman gets one that's, uh, yeah, between four, five and six. I think there's a, two CAA teams, another big sky team. Very cool. Um, here's ESPN is now showing on the screen how the FCS playoff works. So the host of this show, it's good for them to read this so they know what's going on. That's always a good thing. Um, very exciting. You know, the mystery really here, I put this out on Twitter, is to me is strength of schedule. Is I don't think there's been a bigger year where we're going to see how the committee views strength of schedule in comparison to nine wins, in comparison to conference champion. And uh, all right, here we go. Top four seeds. 
No mystery, guys. South Dakota State, number one, number one. seven yep. ranked wins overall at the time of the ranking. One of the toughest strength of schedules, repeat champions, top five offense, defense. No shock, right, Rev? The bunny no, man? No shock. No shock. The question really will be, who will they be playing? Who's going to be at that eight? Is it going to be a North Dakota State? We'll see. And uh, here you go, Jamie. You're Grizz. What do you think? Number two. Yep. Yep. Big Grizz fan here. Um, definitely uh, excited to see them at number two. But all, all jokes aside, uh, this team has earned the number two seed. No doubt about it. Mm -hmm. And I don't take this next statement lightly. With the turnaround this team had from the beginning of the season, and Bobby Hawks be in the conversation for the Eddie Robinson Award. Yeah, absolutely. All right, here's the big one. There we go. So we're That's on track South here. South Dakota gets the three seed. Talk about a turnaround. Yep. No one think, on God's green earth predicted this, right, guys? Yep. yep. And, and I think Chris Hammond is probably going to be happy with the next one if I'm right. We'll see. Yeah. Now well, maybe not because he's got I, I think it's Albany. I think it's Albany. I'm with Rev. I think it's. Let's oh, go. no. It is. So there you go, guys. This is huge because now Idaho has the FBS win. So people are thinking, wow, they lost three games, but they have an FBS win, multiple ranked wins, a great strength of schedule. And with this. Two, two CAA teams coming next. Yeah. That's have... our prediction. Yeah. But here's the thing, guys. Strength of schedule. This obviously matters because that's a three loss team all the way up into the four seed. Good for Idaho. Good for Coach Eck. Um, wow, guys. All right. The first four seeds. What's your takeaway, Jamie? Uh, dead on what I thought they would be. Uh, Idaho definitely has earned that, that seed with the uh, the FBS win. I know it's Nevada. We can talk about that all day. It's an FBS win, period. They, they have Absolutely. a win over the number two team, the number two team in the country. No, they don't. They lost to Montana. Uh, look at me getting that wrong. They beat uh, <laughs> Montana State. Yes, I know. I'm such a Montana fan. I, I can't even get their stuff right. Oh, and, uh, gosh. That, that loss to Weber hurts, but uh, obviously not enough. But they blew out um, their uh, in-state rivals at, uh, out of Pocatello yesterday very easily without their best. And here we go with five through six. Yeah, Jamie, sorry to cut you off, but Albany takes the five seed. Now we're yep. going to start going. Jamie just said two CA teams yeah, in a row. Yeah, be sixth. Villanova Guys, should be the sixth seed here. Yeah. Albany had 12 games because they played Hawaii, which the NCAA grants you an extra game that year. Nine and three. Two of their losses are FBS. And oh, wow. Oh, big Montana's surprise here. Game. That's going to put okay. NDSU at eight then. Do you yep. think, I, I think oh. we're, we're looking Villanova, NDSU. Villanova, yeah. NDSU. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I believe uh, it might be that I don't way. know. You still have that Austin Peay's, the, the Furman. Nah. I think ASU could bounce out. If Furman gets a seed Let's over see. NDSU, I'm going to be shocked. Okay, well, number six seed strength of schedule clearly matters, and here we go. Number seven goes and to here it is. Furman. 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 Yeah. Okay. okay, so is it okay? Villanova should be the eight here then, it's, but I bet it, you they're going to give it to NDSU. Yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> this is going to be huge. I predict that it's not. I predicted NDSU not being a seed, but they are going to Brookings if it's them. Oh wow, it it's Villanova. not. It's Nova. Matthew Frazy so, actually uh, nails it. So who all does Brian owe drinks to now? Me. He owes, <laughs> yep, he owes me drinks. Okay, okay, guys, so North Dakota State, like I said, rightfully so, full picture, got blown out by UND, got blown out by SDSU. South Dakota put them in the woodshed. They are peaking at the right time, but overall resume, not worthy of a seed. And let me just say this as a Bison fan, why would Bison fans want the seven or eight, which guarantees you quarters in Brooklyn? You're going there in, the, you're yeah. going there in round two anyway. Yeah, yeah you're going to the second round. I mean, it's possible, but like now you've got, so, well, you could go to USD. You could go to USD. So, 
Yeah, I, I feel like here, um, I think they did oh. a little uh, sides uh, slipping here and uh, flip Villanova, Montana State. That's what I would have had. But now it sets up Montana State. If they can make a run, uh, they don't go to uh, Brookings. It wouldn't see the Jackrabbits until the final. So I do have to I do have to say this because uh, I feel like almost I'm on a hill in an island when I argue with people about this. But yeah, you folks who are like they're gonna get pedigree, they're gonna get this, they're gonna get that advantage. No, that's not how it works. I did the same thing in the spring season. I was shocked that NDSU was above Montana State last year, but besides that, the committee defend them. They there you go. These are the right calls. They're committee using the strength of schedule. Right. Yeah, yeah, they're using ranked. They're using yeah. strength schedule. Like, so I think that definitely sets yeah. up. Um, yeah, for sure. I think it sets up a couple of obvious first round matchups. That, um, Lafayette and Delaware is a lock almost. Um, Looks I would like say, we don't think I just be a lock. Okay, so we've got a commercial break here. Let's get um, some questions. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get some questions. Let's get some reaction. First things first. Okay, Montana State all the way up to the six. They only have one win over a team over 500. Uh, just got blasted here by Montana very clearly. Uh, Rev, what do you think about those seeds? What's kind of your reaction to it? And as a Facebook user said, a Cacra's potential semifinal game. Whoa, here we go. What do you think? Man, I don't know because I could see them being seated over Furman. I don't know if I would have saw them being seated over Villanova, to be honest with you. So I could have saw them as a seven seed. I thought they'd be an eight seed. I thought they'd still get a seed. Um, but it does set up a, a, a brawl of the wild part two in the semis potentially if they can if they can pull it together. Montana State does have some issues though. They need to figure out what sort of scheme they're going to run on offense and if they're going to stick with Chambers as quarterback um, over Malad or what they're going to do. I said they should put Malad in as a running back and just have Chambers be quarterback all the time, have Malad be the running back and use that as a combo. But if they can figure it out, that'll make a really interesting semifinal. Okay, so we do we predict here, Jamie, to have maybe some, because of regionalization, everyone's going to freak out. Oh, by the way, we're four viewers away from 700. This is bonkers. It's that's I think 400 was like our record over the last three years doing this. FCS fans nation are showing out for the right spot because Rev's on with us. Uh, right. I think they heard got Kyler was gone and they got excited. So. Yeah, they got we're like, you got rid of that bum, Kyler. We'll come so, watch that. Jamie, um, do you think that regionalization with what the seeds, how they fell, the two CAs, the others, that we're going to see some more unfavorable, it's going to look like some stuff is stacked and some stuff is way easy, or is it going to be pretty spread? What do you what do you think we're going to see? No, I think we're looking at North Dakota State probably playing Drake. The winner's either going to go to Vermillion or Brookings. Mm -hmm. I think we're looking at Lafayette playing Delaware for sure. The winner either probably goes is going to go to one of those other CEA teams. Um, Davidson's probably going to get Mercer at this point, would be my guess. Um, so, and that might set up a firm. And uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I think uh, once we get all the locks in the brackets uh, here in just a little bit, it's going to be very, very interesting of who goes where and uh, what the matchups look like. But, uh, everybody's begging to stay out of that one eight side i can tell you that for now so let's mm -hmm. try to get further along absolutely and it is going to be inevitable you uh people are going to end up going to the grizz they're going to end up going to south dakota state because they're the one and two but also i don't see a lot of teams capable of upsetting them so it's going to be interesting to see how all that plays out it's almost like a where does our season likely end scenario so yeah yeah i mean thinking about having to go to washington grizzly in uh december 
I don't think anybody wants to put that on their list either. So between no. watching Grizzly and going to Brookings to play the uh, buzzsaw that is South Dakota State, it's going to be hard for me to pick anything but chalk. <laughs> Absolutely. Roger Fisher, this is way better than the schmucks on ESPNU. You know what? Yeah, we'll take that compliment. And it's not because of us. It's because literally FCS fans are like, can we just have a spot to hang out? And this is it. 725 of you. Thanks for tuning in. We're back onto the FCS selection show. Um, and now is the fun part. Now we get to see some at-larges. Looks like they're giving us a little bit of replay of what occurred last night Bob or on Saturday. Bobcat fans, cover your eyes. And uh, I am just so intrigued to see where, especially like an NDSU goes, is it two Brookings? Like the, the Rabbits have always complained when they weren't the seeds that they would just get DeFargo. And are we going to see that opposite situation? I think the, that we have five seeds west of the Mississippi and not that many teams out. Some Somebody's going to be pushed out of, out there. And that could also be North Dakota State. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh, do they send some of the North Dakota State out west for their second round game and keep like a, a winner of a nickel Southern Illinois in the center of the, of the country? We'll see how this all uh, breaks down. Uh, Austin P. Um, if UT Martin gets in, that's going to be a matchup. But I'm not sure that Martin's going to get in. Yeah, that's they're one of those bubble teams. By the way, this individual, this is the United States of America, if you're watching on YouTube, says, please don't show the Furman game from yesterday. So literally the United States of America, the whole country, does not, not want to see Wofford go and upset them. Um, I, Jamie, what do you think? Uh, they're just showing replays from the other day. Do you, Rev and Jamie, do you guys see any of like those auto bids that are from the weaker conferences your necs your your pioneers your patriots do you see them making any noise any surprising upsets any of them capable this year yeah if if gardner webb gets matched up with richmond gardner webb can beat richmond that okay. can be my pick honestly if gardner webb gets the right matchup i think they can yeah. do it i mean they did it they did it last year uh too you know they beat eastern kentucky in the first round and got into the second round they could easily do it again i don't think they'll go past the second round but hey that's a nice, uh, nice look for that that conglomeration of craft that they call a conference. Yeah, very cool. Um, Mark Lee says again, and we had we had debate on this. I put them in Mark Lee for N, uh, North Carolina Central. Are they getting in? They only had one FCS loss. It sure looks like strength of schedule played a huge factor when it comes to those seeds. As you didn't see in Austin P, you didn't see some of these others. Furman full body work and still a top sixty five strength of schedule. So Furman getting in. People wanting to drop them for the one loss compared to their whole work, I thought was always kind of crazy. But what do you think, Rev? Jamie and I debated on the last one. I'll give you the floor. Do you think North Carolina Central is going to be an at-large here? I've been going back and forth on this, and I want them to be, but I just don't know if they have the strength of schedule and the resume to do it. Like I, I don't, I don't know. Um, out of this, out of the remaining seven and four teams, like you, when you look at like UCA, Incarnate Word. NCCU, I mean, you could argue for none, none of them deserve to get in with their resumes, right? So I don't know. I think it's just what the committee's going to factor. Maybe the committee wants to see a MEAC team in the playoffs and they're going to give and they're going to bring them in for that reason. I don't know. I guess we have to kick back and wait and see. Unless I'm wrong, they did have a ranked win at the time. And I think that's a pretty big edge comparison to other people. Like when we did that, that special, it really kind of showed. Um, the Elon win, yeah. You know, yeah. The the Elon win was, you know, they take rank wins at the time, and yeah, you have two two FBS teams, as Facebook user says for NCCU. So I think there are factors beyond a weak strength of schedule that could push them into the field, and it kind of is dependent on how that bubble fell yesterday. 
Jordan R. Price hey. wants to know, Jamie, uh, most favorable matchups for Mercer. What would those be? As we predict, uh, Mercer's going to Davidson. Be Davidson would be that, and that might be their matchup anyways. Um, trying to think if there's anybody else down in that area that would get in. I mean, Western Carolina, they can't match up against them. Uh, Florida A&M, they're going in, into the uh, SWAC championship. So um, I, I think they're going to get Davidson, and that would be very uh, favorable. Um, so that's going to be interesting. I think a lot of people were pulling for William & Mary yesterday, and they tried to go for the win instead of a tie after scoring the touchdown on an untimed down, and uh, Richmond wound up thwarting the two-point conversion, which – may have burst some other people's bubble or may still burst Richmond's bubble. So just a bunch of things going on. Uh, it, it's going to be fun as we get to those last four teams in. Absolutely. Here All right, go. guys, here we go. We're about to see who's in, who's out, and uh, where people are going. So the number one seed, South Dakota State. Will this be North Dakota State versus an auto bid? That's a, okay, Gardner-Webb. Okay, so they're going to get somebody sent regionally out there. So it's not going to be NDSU. So this Mercer. is... We're going to see how this one lines up. Gardner Webb, an auto bit, of course, coming from that OBC Big South Conference. And there's Mercer. Good for Mercer. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Mercer, first playoff appearance ever as a program. They just started things up since the program closed down back in World War II days, if I'm not mistaken. And And their uh, reward is Brookings. Yeah, they got to go. I mean, the Bears are going to have to go to Brookings, but getting in the playoff field, and that's a good first-round matchup for them, right there, Jamie? Oh, yeah, that's definitely a good first-round matchup for them. It's not going to be an easy game, but it's going to be a a solid game. Um, I think it's going to come down to um, Carter Peavy not turning the ball over. If they can hold on to the ball, they've got the two most dynamic playmakers in this uh, matchup here. Uh, Gardner-Webb has has done a lot of good things. They've beaten some good Decent teams, but I do expect Mercer to get to win that game, and uh, that's a team I'm really, really happy for. Yeah, it's so so cool to see the student athletes in the program, and I can't imagine the fans and the support. Uh, this Facebook user, by the way, says Davidson. You mean Duquesne? Yep. Um, well, uh, shut Duquesne it down. will match up against uh, Youngstown. Shut yeah. it down, guys. We, we we don't know what we're doing, but no, we unlike ESPN and others, we will admit. When we make funny mistakes. All right, here comes so. Duquesne, and this if we, if Youngstown is in, we'll find out pretty quick. I would oh, think, Jamie, unless they played each other this year. Duquesne heading off to Villanova. Um, this is right here. If you're South Dakota State, South okay, State, there it is. Which so, tells me, yeah, the Valley next, got six. So yeah, yeah, and uh, the, the next. Go ahead, Matt. Oh yeah, sorry to cut you off. I'm just saying, not every year the one seed feels like they get the hookup. Boy, if you're South Dakota State, not to downplay anybody else that we're seeing here, you're licking your chops right now going, oh, this is, it just feels like everything strong is going to shift to the other side. But yeah. we'll see. I expect, this, yeah, I expect this next matchup to be Delaware Lafayette winner going to Albany. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think this is a good matchup for Youngstown to move on to play uh, across the state. And they're gonna, they will give Villanova one hell of a game. Uh, and I would not be surprised if they wind up beating them. Uh, Villanova is a good football team, but they're one of those teams that that will kind of crap the bed every now and then. Uh, so, yeah, I think Youngstown getting in—they were that bub- most bubbled um, team. So, yeah, I think you're right, Rev. I think they wind up getting six with the Sockluckies. All right, guys, Albany now is going to see their matchups—the five seed—and uh, of course, some of some individuals are catching this uh, Monday, Tuesday when they're driving to work. Okay, North Carolina Central, Central is in. Okay. Good job, yes. Central. Yes. Okay, so wow. Okay, go Eagles. Good job. I, I'm so happy. Who are they going to play? Is that going to be a Richmond, a Delaware, Delaware, 
Delaware. Good rich team. Okay, okay. Am I getting am I crazy that I'm feeling like they're nailing this? I, I feel like they're crushing it. Well, so. you were a big you're a big advocate of NCCU, so I think I think you have a little bit of, you know, you, you have the ability to do this some. I am biased. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do think that matchup right there tells me that uh Incarnate Ward is out. We've been my same. guess. I was thinking the same thing. That's gonna that, that bursts the bubble for UCA and Incarnate Word. And Kevin Marshall brought that up in the comments. He really did say if you know if you're gonna think Incarnate Word is gonna get in based off of a ranked win and some other factors that yeah, North Carolina I, Central should have the edge there. And my pick here would be Central. I, I don't think Richard I, can hang with Davius Richard. Yeah. I hope they hope they get in and make some noise. Again, I'm not downplaying these other teams, but Youngstown, of course, is in the valley and SDSU murdered them. If you're South Dakota State, because you're just thinking right now, oh my goodness, give us any of these people and give us FCS fans, which just put us over 800 viewers on this sucker, 806 eyeballs joining the FCS Fans Nation squad. I love it. I think I think what we've seen. Oh, here we go. Nichols. Here we go. Nichols. Gosh, so that would, there's your, here, this is going to be Austin P, would be my guess. Nichols, Idaho better watch out. Really good offensive line. I saw him live. Great run game. Their secondary is phenomenal. Those receivers in Idaho would, would have more trouble than they realize versus those Nichols corners. Great, great play by that Nichols defense. So, Southern Illinois. Uh, okay. Okay. That's by you. Interesting. Okay, so. That's your, that's your six in the Valley. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so the Missouri Valley is getting a ton of respect here. Did I you... don't think Iowa got a very, or Idaho got a very good draw here. No, they, they didn't have trouble with either one of these teams. Those are going to be. they're going to lose, but that's going to be a tough matchup. Absolutely. Eck and the crew are going to have to bring it, so. Um, all right. Well, we've seen we're likely seeing those six Valley teams. Strength of schedule is being strong at this point. Um, Rev, you've kind of saw we've saw seen one side of the bracket so far. What are you thinking? How are you feeling? If, like you've said this already, but if I'm South Dakota State, I'm sitting back like this is a great looking you know porterhouse and just gonna savor this bracket for a little bit because they really did get the hookup, especially in their quadrant when it comes to the, to who would be coming to Brookings. Man, this, I mean, they're, it's looking set up for them to make their way back to Frisco. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, uh, we have the man ahead of South Dakota State doing an interview right now. So, Bunny fans, this might be a time where you switch us off and actually go to ESPN. And uh, the United States of America says the other side of the bracket is about to be absolutely stacked. Jamie, what should we anticipate on what will be death row on the other side yeah that's gonna be tough you're looking at so who's gonna be over there north dakota state's gonna be over there drake who cares uh delaware is gonna be over there lock with lafayette um uh, yeah who, who else who am i missing uh let's see austin, austin is on that side yep uh so who is austin p gonna match up with there's um north dakota most likely if, yeah that's who i think too because it's not gonna be like someone like martin uh, so it could be a um yeah, I, I think what I've seen is that only one of Sac State and Davis gets in. I believe Incarnate Word is out. Holy Cross is out. Uh, Martin could be in. That could be the Austin P matchup. Martin could be that other team, although they yeah. took a really bad loss yesterday. Uh, it's going to be interesting, but there's some good teams over there. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say... South Dakota State has a complete cakewalk because it's a cakewalk either way for them. But I, if I was any of those four <laughs> seeds that we just saw, 
the one that should be the most disappointed is Idaho. They're going to get a mm-hmm. very, very, very tough second round draw. Now I now we have to listen to um, and yes, rabbit fans, you know I got good love for you, but now I have to listen to the annoying rabbit fans pretend that every game this is this is the challenge and we have to take it one game at a time like like they're in the lock like they're in the locker room and they don't know that they're probably going to absolutely cream their second round opponent but i get it they're trying to develop their culture so okay well what do brian thompson or taco king well i was correct about one thing saying this morning ndsu would be on the other side of sdsu yeah i think rabbit fans are jacked about that i bet bison fans are but let's not get it twisted with 26 to 27,000 fans, which Montana Grizz are about to show Brookings and some other spots, what outdoor December football really looks like for fanhood. Um, I don't think I'd be too jacked about going to Montana at all right now. Would uh, Would you be pumped about that, Jamie? Would 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 you yeah. Would you think that that? Oh, not at all. And that's where. And that's where I was. I'm interested to see when the next side of the bracket comes up. Is NDSU going to be on the in the uh, slot that goes to Montana, or are they going to go to USD, or are they going to go to Montana State? That's really interesting. That's going to be very, very interesting. Now, uh, if they set them up and send them to Furman, then you know they're trying to get NDSU as far as possible without it. <laughs> <laughs> it just NDSU just randomly like they, they become the Idaho of the old Sun Belt, where it's like, listen, you fly across the country, regionalization well, doesn't matter. Yeah, the you, money to do it, it's fine. Looking at this side of the bracket, depending on time of the game, there's a game that's within 20 minutes of my house right now that uh, will feature uh, Mr. Davius Richard, and I might be tempted. Very cool. Hey, anything can happen in the playoffs, but here's the reality is Adam Peterson puts Montana SDSU title game. First off in Frisco, that would be bonkers. And as a person who would just be there to not watch his team, it would be a ton of fun. Uh it's easy rev to say okay the one and two of course they're the favorite but we assume south dakota state's gonna get there do you think montana like are you feeling really good that they're gonna end up in frisco well with the way they've changed since september getting a mcdowell and a quarterback i feel like i don't want to compliment bobby hawk and i feel like i need to take a bath after this but you know he made the right coaching change and i think that helps that helped the defense that wasn't getting the offensive support that they needed um and the way they've been playing the past few weeks is just like this is the time when you want to get hot and you want everything to come together. Rev, so, sorry to sorry to cut you off, man. Here we are we live. We're gonna start kicking the other side of the bracket, South Dakota. Here, this is where you would think North Dakota if they're in. Okay, Stacks, 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 Stacks. in. Okay, means they. So is this going to be UND or NDSU would be my NDSU. guess. Unless UND NDSU is going to the Montanas. So there you go, the yeah. Fighting Hawks. Okay. Going to South Dakota. And yeah, that I was a saying, really good I kept game. saying Davidson was in. I keep forgetting that Drake won that conference. So just scratch everything I said about Davidson. Man, it is very possible that we see. So we've got, oh man, I, I'm... I'm not trying to make this the NDSU show, guys, but is that not where most people are thinking right now? It'll be NDSU Drake. The winner's going to go to Montana State. I think that's... that's... Yeah, we'll find out real quick here once they talk about... If if Drake flashes up, you know, I I think Drake-NDSU is the guaranteed matchup. Yeah. Uh, Jamie... Am I crazy to say that I think Sac State is one of the the odd calls? Is it is it the Stanford win? Is that what did it? That's got to be it. That's it. They're in because of the Stanford win. Um, So what do we got? We got six slots left we know one of them is austin p we one know one of them is drake uh any other aqs that haven't been called out yet not yet 
Lafayette. Okay, so we would think Lafayette and Delaware. You would think great uh, NDSU. So yeah, there's two slots left. Wow, it is. We're we're down to this, guys. We're gonna see whose season is going, whose season is ending. This is so much fun with 869 nice fans of you out there having a good time. Here we go, Drake there's going Drake. to Montana State. Going to Bozeman. possibly okay. If they beat who, we would NDSU. think. Is this going to be the Dakota corner besides South Dakota State? We're about to see Drake, North yep, Dakota there State. Is. There they drop. So, and I, I think the way that both teams are playing, North Dakota State will beat Montana State. Oh boy, Ooh, that could be Brent in Brett Vegan's house. Could be, could be like 2010 where NDSU went in there in 2010 and had to go get a win to go lose to Eastern with that fumble. Um, but yeah, boy, look at that corner and react a little bit to that, Rev. You've got three Dakota teams, Sac State, and then um, what are your thoughts about that? I think they're just they're setting it up. Uh, I think they're setting up for North Dakota State to get to the quarters at least. Because I was going to say what Jamie's point was is that the way the two teams are playing right now, North Dakota State has turned it on the past three weeks. Montana State's kind of stumbling a little bit and trying to figure out what they're going to do. Uh, so I mean, it, that's. That's, I mean, that's going to be a real interesting quarterfinal coming out of, coming out of there. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one to watch. And I don't know. I, I'm just not as sold that going to Bozeman is such an easy task. That will be a ruckus crowd. And whoa, Chatty. Chattanooga. And that's going to be Austin P. Jamie, your face is going to be the – Whoa. I edit this, your face Chat will be Austin the beginning. P. Wow. Wow. Chattanooga, react to that one, Jamie Williams. How, are, wow. how is this team in? That's what I would like to Austin know. P. It's going to be Austin B. Yeah. So then, but, so it's Lafayette, wow. and Lafayette, and Delaware being the last, the last match. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm. I am completely shocked because Western Carolina beat Chattanooga. Yeah. I, I don't understand. I'm that shocked at all. by that. If you're putting, I mean, a, if you're putting a third SoCon team in, congratulations, SoCon to getting three teams in. But that should have been Western Carolina over Chattanooga. That would be my argument there. Wow. And let's not forget Chattanooga also lost to North Alabama this year. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, Chattanooga. I mean, I had them as completely eliminated. Uh, that is yeah, quite – that is definitely the shock of the century here. And, only one uh, ranked just, win. Yeah, that's that's the one I was where I would say the committee kind of made a mistake. Crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy. Well, um, Lafayette can beat Delaware about Montana. I think we're toast, says this great fan. <laughs> uh, three SoCon team, says Kevin Marshall. He's pumped about this one, guys. And Peter B., let's go Dakota schools. Fans are pumped. We're having a good time. 885 of us here. Yeah, so anybody uh, had Chattanooga in their bracket, they're lying to you, too. Crazy criminal here says, damn, Western Carolina and UC Davis seem to be out. Wow, that does it's definitely the case word, yeah. here. Yep. Lafayette, Delaware going to Montana to... For, for that one so there you go wow. um maybe a murderer's corner a little bit more than a murderer's side of the bracket like i think you kind of have quite the stack between that north dakota state south dakota type of area but lafayette and delaware what do you think about that one jamie how could that game go especially with delaware's last week performance um you see it right there on the screen lafayette uh, 35 quarterback sacks they've also got a solid running back uh, i think they can keep this game close if, if they can kind of control the uh clock a little bit ryan o'connor didn't play very well yesterday for delaware still think i would take delaware to win uh but i i'm so baffled about the chattanooga pick there are five or six teams i would have over them but um i don't 
I don't think anybody really I'm got so screwed. I mean, Western Carolina, I would would have an argument, but really, who else on the bubble uh, should be pissed off? I I I mean, overall, I would say they got ninety five percent of it right. Twenty three out of twenty four. Twenty three out of twenty four. Yeah, twenty three out of twenty four. Like my the shocking one to me is Chattanooga. Honestly, out of all the bubble teams, out of I mean, you're leaving Western Carolina out. There's out of those two, you'd think head to head, you'd flip that around. But Western Carolina had the head to head. They've got a better SOS. Yeah. Uh, they got more ranked wins. I, I think that was their miss. I don't. I would love to hear from um, Ken Haslam to see why Chattanooga was the choice there versus. Uh, Western Carolina, even if you're just talking um, SoCon, uh, but I mean, I would have put in Card. I'd almost put in Carter Word in over Chattanooga. I, I would have too. I, I would have over Chattanooga, but not anybody else. Very interesting, guys. Okay, let's break down these corners a little bit. And right now, for the FCS fans still with us, our peak was 894, almost got to the 900 mark. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Still 700 of you still tuning in on the show. We're gonna take the next 15, 20 minutes and just answer fan questions. So if you guys have questions. Please throw them at us. You are going to guide the discussion now. This is all you. So if you want to get your name up here, if you want to be heard, if you want to, to ESPN to talk about whatever at this point, and for us to talk about you, throw some questions at us every single day. Uh, everyone keeps saying UC Davis getting screwed. React to that, Jamie. How do you feel about UC Davis not being in there? I, I don't feel bad for UC Davis at all. I mean, let's see. Where, where are they on here? Let's see. They have two ranked wins, seven and four. Uh, I, I just I just don't see it. I, they've got an FBS loss. I, I'm completely okay with them being out. Um, I know they beat Sacramento State. Uh, that would have been the only gripe. You had to put them in over Sacramento State. That's who you would have to knock out. I just I'm not that upset about UC Davis being out. They were a very inconsistent team. They lost to Eastern Washington, uh, who we know is trash. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Jamie Colby Peterson. Now we got the fan questions rolling. Here they come. Who's the biggest snub here? Based off of the bracket, it's Western Carolina. And it's not because I've been calling on them for two years, but if you're putting their resume up against Chattanooga, I still just do not see it. Uh, somebody out there in the world, uh, tell me something I'm not seeing as to why Chattanooga should be in over over the Catamounts. Uh, they're, they're getting uh, punished. They're getting for punished sure. for the VMI loss. That's what it is. They're getting punished yeah. for losing the VMI. And that's crap because, yeah, again, well, Chattanooga lost to North Alabama. Yeah, that's an interesting take from the committee there. That might be the one miss of the year. Ariel here, best human on planet Earth. Uh, Rev, Ariel wants to know, talk about number six. How the heck did they get that? How did Montana State, with kind of the factors we talked about, end up at that sixth seed? I honestly don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I honestly don't know. I saw them getting an eight seed. That's where I thought they would be. I thought Nova would get a higher seed than them. Um, I So I'm a little shocked at their placement there. I wonder if... I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. That's my part of me feels, yeah. Part of me feels like they wanted them on the other side of the bracket. From, That's what uh, I'm thinking too. South Dakota State, and that it's conspiracy theory all the way. But I mean, them at seven or eight, I thought where they would slot in. I didn't think they'd be as high as six. Like I said, I thought Villanova at six, Montana State at eight. That's all that I had missing from uh, when I was talking through the bracket uh, seeds this morning. So. Guys, likelihood of NDSU beating Montana State is a question here. 
I think people, I think NDSU is peaking at the right time, but I think going into Bozeman is a taller task than people realize. The one benefit NDSU would have is the defensive line is starting to play really well as are the linebackers. The secondary for NDSU is still very weak and can be exposed and is young and has some turnover there, but Montana, Montana State doesn't throw the ball. Mm-hmm. So um, there, Montana State is going to have to do a better defensive job because NDSU, the way they're using Cam Miller and their wideouts, Elijah Green and Rajon Nelson, they have started to set up that run with the pass because the power run game is just not there. So credit to roll on that that team. They have tweaked things the last two weeks. Um, I don't know if it's good enough to just go beat Montana State, but it's good enough to make Montana State really worried about it. So should be interesting. Um, all right, guys. Uh, and Jordan, I think just said unbiased by an admin. Do you like the position? How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good about that. Not going to Brookings, not going to Montana right away. Jamie, go ahead. I'm sorry. I cut you off, man. Yeah. I'm going to put this up. Here's, here's one justification for Chattanooga that I'll buy. They beat a team in the field, uh, which is, mm. which is true. Uh, I'll, I'll give that. Um, that's, that's also true. Um, yeah. So that, that could be one rationalization. Absolutely. Darren says, what's a first round game? It can't miss if you're watching. Uh, I do think Sac State and North Dakota is going to be phenomenal. I think North Dakota had that big win over the Bison. I think Sac State had that Stanford win. I think they each had their like, I think everyone's kind of, okay, they're in, but they're the seven-win team, like the whatever. But I think they match up really well against each other in terms of style, and it could be a lot of fun. Uh, Jamie, what's a first-round matchup that you're pumped to see? Um, I mean, that Delaware Lafayette's pretty exciting. Um, Nickel Southern Illinois is going to be a better game than you think. Um I know Nichols mm-hmm. looked terrible against Southeastern Louisiana the other day. That's a rivalry game, but that's going to be a fun game. Uh, Their styles, Nichols and, and uh, Southern Illinois, actually are very similar. So I think that's going to be a really good one. Dustin, do you got one that you're pumped about for round one? I mean, I like Delaware and Lafayette. I think that's going to be a fun one to watch. I think from a um, from a sort of just uh, like a game itself, Austin P and that that's going to be fun. Austin P chatty because of it being an in-state game i think that's gonna be a fun one to watch but i mean delaware and lafayette i think lafayette can beat delaware i really do and i would love to see it yeah there always seems to be when they do the brackets people are just like hey this is an easy pick and then they go oh i should have called that upset you know (laughs) happens all the time so how big is it for the meac to get nc central in that bracket what do you think there jamie williams how huge is that ask midnight magic oh it's it's huge it's first meac team in the bracket since 2016 when uh, North Carolina A&T was in the middle of their run uh, and they went in, they played Richmond just the same. Uh, and that did not go well for North Carolina A&T. But I think this central team with Davius Richard and the way that offense operates and the way that uh, defense is, they've got a really solid defense too. They can go into Richmond here and, uh, and, and get a win potentially. Yeah. It could be interesting against Albany too, because we can say what we want about Albany, but there's a lot of inexperience in that field. And NC Central coming off a big season last year. USD says Colby Peterson, a cakewalk to the quarters. What do you think? Do they think uh, USD can very easily get to that quarterfinals? I don't know. That game against North Dakota was tight. And South Dakota, credit to them. They look great. But don't forget they got annihilated against South Dakota State. And how good was NDSU at the time when they beat them? What do you think, Rev? Is that as easy as Colby maybe thinks? I don't know. Here's the thing. What South carries South Dakota is their defense. Their defense has been playing lights out, been playing well this year, right? It's their offense that to me has the questions here because their offense is just doing enough to win, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So if they don't get 
if they don't get out ahead or, or let me rephrase this if another team gets out ahead of them does is their off is their offense good enough to catch up and win and i don't know if it's as easy of a cakewalk as colby saying absolutely jd Dorman's sdsu fan your phrase i know mantra is one and oh but as a fan that's about as good as a draw for the jacks as you could ask for uh jd if you're the jacks you feel like ndsu fans in 2017 jamie will know what i'm talking about where we were the two seed and we looked at the bracket and i just bought my frisco tickets that night i was like this is i was gonna go anyways but i'm like we are gonna walk through this side of the bracket sdsu i do think could have um some interesting times if a Villanova gets all the way to them, but boy, I don't think Gardner or Mercer. Listen, I don't think anybody's going to touch South Dakota State all the way up until maybe a semi or Frisco, but I am just not sweating that corner to at least get to the semis. And then down here, I think Eck and, at Eck and Idaho, if they get there, who here would be the worst for South Dakota State to see? Is it Eck and Idaho, Jamie and Dustin? What do you think? Yeah. Who would be the toughest? Yeah, I, I definitely think if Idaho can get through all those other teams, they have the chance to give SDSU a little bit of a game because uh, they have a balanced type of offense. They've got a solid defense that uh, can stop the run a little bit. So I, I think that Idaho would give them a match. I, I, obviously, you know who I'm picking, but um, yeah, yeah I, I think that's just uh, SDSU couldn't have asked for much better. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a good one for them. Billy Cowgirl, likelihood of NDSU folding in the first round. Why are we just pushing them to, to the second round? They're playing uh, Drake. <laughs> that's because they're play, they're playing Drake. Yeah, they're playing Drake. It'll be it'll be an epic mismatch. Starters will be out near the end. So NDSU going to easily get uh, off to a trip to Montana State. Hey. And Chad says NDSU is a long way to go with all the road games. Uh, that's true. The, the The idea that NDSU is going to get to Frisco, I think, is crazy. You are you are crazy if you think that they're going to get all the way there. They're going to make noise. They're going to tear things up. They could just lose right away in, in, to Montana State. But the idea they're going to Frisco, I think, is kind of far-fetched. Hey, can so. we shout out Drake for something real quick? Because they did do something kind of cool this year. Not only did they lose to the reigning Division One champion, they lost to the reigning Division Three champion as well. So shout out, Drake. You guys had a great year, and you made the playoffs. Absolutely. Good job, Drake. Ryan says, are the bottom teams the home teams? UND is different at home, terrible on the road. Okay, so um, is that already set based off this graphic? Yeah. We know that the home team is bidding, so it looks that way, Ryan, yeah. that the home team is, in fact, yeah. the bottom team, which puts UND and NDSU at home in round one. It would put Austin P and Delaware at home in round one. It would put Richmond and Southern Illinois at home in round one, and Mercer and Youngstown State hosting in round one. So um pretty the bids hopefully they went as planned and that you didn't get that weber und situation there at the end all right guys we got about uh, five six minutes left here um how do you feel about the montana's pass to the championship says there uh what do you got jamie how do you feel about these guys uh in particular montana let's stick with the grizz here how do we feel about their corner of the bracket and then getting to the semis and who they could i think they cruise to the semifinals. uh and then they're going to see either Montana State or North Dakota State, in my opinion. I, I think either one of those teams winds up beating South Dakota. Uh, so that'll be that semifinal will be a really fun game to watch between Montana, either repeat for all the wild or against NDSU, trying to uh, keep the Bison out of Frisco. Bison having to go to Washington Grizzly on the road. Uh, I think we're probably looking at a one-two, but crazy things have happened. They happened. Crazy things happened last year. So I'm I'm excited. Absolutely. Why do you think NDSU is in a seed, said Daniel? Daniel, the three losses they had, two of them were absolute butt kicking. So they got annihilated 
Like compared to you, you know, compared to some of these other teams, like their losses are really bad and glaring. Combined with those three losses, um, UND's or NDSU's quality win. Oh boy, I'm switching up UND NDSU. That's not good. NDSU's quality win is going to be SIU and then you and I yesterday and you and I didn't make the field and they were never as good as they maybe outperformed this year. So like the quality win is just SIU and that's not good enough. Strength of schedule is good, but five and three in conference play, not good enough to be a seed. Um, I think Montana State um, was kind of in that realm as well, but I think their quality of wins maybe, I don't, I don't know. Montana State is, is interesting to me, honestly, being where they're at, but it is what it is, as Kyler Neal would say. So um, here we go, guys. ESPN didn't even name Chatty as one of the last four in. <laughs> Brad Jans. Brad, love you, man. And yeah, that that speaks to the fact that this show would never mess that thing up that bad. So there's tons of questions here. I'm trying to see which one is better. Here we go. The United States of America. Does Furman have the hardest route to the championship out of the seeded teams in order to make to Frisco? They would likely have to beat Montana and Montana and Montana State both on the road. Is Furman the big the one who has the toughest route, guys, for the seeded teams? What do you yeah, think there, I Jamie? Mean, objectively, yeah, because I mean, obviously anybody that has to play South Dakota State has a hard time. But Furman's gonna have to play Montana and Washington Grizzly all the way across the country. So yeah, I mean, if Furman gets anywhere past that, that's a success for them. I honestly every year i look at the seeds and i go man who do i think is going to get knocked out second round and to me right now it's i honestly think it's Furman. i think if austin p gets Furman, they're going to beat him it Furman is there they've been my squad they've been my guys but boy they are going to have a tough route so i actually really agree with this individual that um they are going to have it tough and if they're gonna have to go on the road going to montana state or montana at all is tough and who's to say that going to usd would just be easy usd if it was packed full is a tight small little dome it's a little echo chamber so it's not a good venue it's trash but it, is a, it can be it can definitely be a tough place to play so for sure um did they officially announce the first four out we actually didn't stick around for that gentlemen did we see who those first four out would be if not um, i I saw it on Twitter. Let me find it again. Rev, you find it. And Jamie, who do you assume those first four out would be now that mostly everyone first knows? But four us? out, uh, I would say Western Carolina, UC Davis, UT Martin, and Holy Cross or Incarnate Word. Herder, Herder's, Herder says, Herder says Eastern Illinois, UT Martin, UC Davis, and Holy Cross are okay, the first Eastern four Man. out. Okay. But oh, so I don't know if that's accurate or not. But he said based upon record. So kind of just like not the uh, not the other valleys and big skies kind of thrown into there. So, um, all right, guys, we're coming here to the end of our episode. Hey, just remember that uh, we return to normal podcast format with your questions throughout the playoff weeks. So next week after Thanksgiving, beyond that. Also as well, remember, I just booked my tickets yesterday. We will be in Frisco. So if you love the FCS Fans Nation podcast and you plan to make the trip to Frisco, we will be part of the Rainbow Road, the Great Road, just like Mario Kart, where there's all sorts of fans and all sorts of gear all over the place. And uh, we'll be there at the game no matter who's playing. So the reality is, is we make sure you guys book your tickets and travel to Frisco and come see us. We will constantly update you on Facebook and Twitter where we're at so we can shake hands, drink beers, and cheers. There's nothing better than it. Still 400 people who joined us here, guys. What makes this FCS Fans Nation experience so great is honestly just 
you people joining us and and just having a great time and i mean the fact that we almost got 900 viewers in the live is phenomenal so I, we really appreciate that jackrabbit illustrated our team is uh some of those uh rabbit guys and some of our other podcasts will be streaming tonight in fact it looks like kevin marshall might be popping on jackrabbit illustrated tonight so make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel here if you're watching on that the fcs fans nation network um definitely uh definitely a fun episode guys that was it went kind of there was a few surprises <laughs> i love jamie's face when chattanooga got announced that was like the greatest moment of my life that's gonna and, be uh, brian shirt. thompson says he's canceling because he's never buying you guys beer uh brian we're gonna be on the same plate to frisco so taco king i don't think so before we roll out here guys get a moment i guess he's sponsors. not getting a ride from the airport either <laughs> With the only have though. room for matt that day damn yeah uh speaking of room we're about to roll out of your guys's rooms and tvs and screens but rev final thoughts on the bracket as we roll into a playoff weekend no let's just let's see what happens now we're down to the last 24 let's see who's got the grit and determination and the ability and maybe the luck to make it to frisco one at all looking forward to all the games even Absolutely. the one involving chattanooga 100 jamie final thoughts here rolling into a thanksgiving week and uh yep. first in action yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, we can talk all we want about uh, Chattanooga being in and out, but I will say, great job, committee. Um, they did an yeah. awesome job. Uh, we can we can convention bitch about potential six, seven, eight seed, eight, nine who got left out, but I think they lined this bracket up well. I think they've got the right teams in for the most part. Uh, just a good job by the committee this year. I know they get a lot of crap. Uh, they did a great job, in my opinion. Yeah, I think they nailed it, honestly. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, Appreciate it's a good way tuning in. Yeah, it's absolutely. Thank you, guys. The compliments flew in. Seth Meyer, Adam Peterson, Aaron, Ariel, all these people. They're just saying, great show. Thanks for the coverage. We really appreciate it. And we appreciate you guys joining us. We just want to have a spot where FCS fans can hang out and get the, the attention that we deserve. And now we get to go watch the best playoff format in college football playout to claim and name a national champion. Hopefully it'll be a lot of fun. Colby Peterson, he says, see you all in Frisco. Hey, we haven't said that this year, and that's a good way to end the episode. Uh, we're going to hide on ho, tiptoe down to Frisco. We'll see you next week on the FCS Fans Nation podcast. Enjoy your family time. Be thankful for what you have. Appreciate family, friends, and love from us, from us to you. Enjoy your week, guys. See you on Sunday. Boom. Thank you for listening to the FCS Fans Nation podcast. Make sure to like and subscribe to this podcast on your preferred listening platform, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, or even YouTube. And make sure to follow our FCS Fans Nation social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for listening to the premier podcast for FCS football. Boom. The FCS Fans Nation podcast is brought to you by Walk on Apparel. Walk on Apparel specializes in FCS and mid-major clothing and believes that every fan base should have quality options to rep the schools they love. Along with you receiving a great product, 10% of the profit from every sale is donated directly to that school's athletic fund. Visit walkon-apparel.com and use promo code FCSFANSNATION to get 15% off of your purchase. Limited schools currently available with new releases monthly. Walk on Apparel. Up the fans. Up the culture. The FCS Fans Nation podcast is also sponsored by the ultimate analytical prediction football experience. Introducing the Versus Sports Simulator, your secret weapon for predicting FCS, mid-major, and all other football games. 
Get ahead of the game and take your sports betting and knowledge to the next level with a site and app that's built to ignore bias and just give you the facts. If you subscribe today and use promo code FCSFANSNATION, you'll save 20% on your subscription. You can download the Versus app on the App Store and Google Play by searching Versus Sports Simulator or going to versussportsimulator.com. With Versus, it's not a prediction, it's science.